0: crack open the pickies because it's Unfeatured Articles. Hello and welcome to Unfeatured Articles and Expose into the weirdest and the most wonderful that the internet has to offer. I'm James Keogh, uh, one of your hosts, and joining me are the other hosts, one of which is Curtis Lang. Hello. And the other is Riley McNamara. Hey James, how you doing? No very how, well. No howdy duty this week? No howdy duty. I've dropped Dad the howdy duty. <laughs> <laughs> we've already done it. I know, it's not a recurring theme, that. but no. I tell you what boys, I'm very excited. Are you? I'm very excited. Why and, is that James? Oh, I'll tell you why, I'll tell you why. And I think you guys should be excited too. Yeah, we're smack dab in the middle of the Commonwealth Games. The Commonwealth Games, ladies and Games. gentlemen. It's the Commonwealth Games. Oh, they're like the Olympics, except shit. <laughs> <laughs> I well, that's the thing. Is like I completely missed the the Winter Olympics earlier this year. They were quite good. I didn't. I didn't get in. And like people were getting so hyped about them, like ice skating and like figure skating and like yeah. uh, the, what's the one with the brooms. Curling, Curling yeah. the, the, the
2: brooms.
1: I watched. My girlfriend got me onto the moguls. The men's moguls. Yeah. I've
2: never heard anybody say that word so many times as, as your girlfriend. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> what is um, moguls? It's the one where like there's a lot of like a lot of um, irregular kind of bumps down a ski slope, and so you've got to kind of like you land on them and like it's really hard on the knees and that kind of thing. And cool. um, you build up speed while you're kind of side to side to side going down, and then you get to the jump, you do the trick, and then you land, and you got to like it's really it's quite. That sounds magic. So many people stack
0: it. It's oh, so cool. good. So good. <laughs> Do people watch it because people stack it? I did. It's yeah. Like when I did. People,
1: it's like when people watch
2: Bathurst or anything like that.
0: Yeah, you just watch yeah, it, yeah. you just wanted to crash.
1: Australia came, got a silver medal. Good in, honor. This year. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, very Matt good. something, I think his name was. <laughs>
0: good. <laughs> <laughs> very reputable. If you're, listening,
1: if you're listening, Matt,
0: bloody good bloody on your son. On, yeah. Hope he does just as good in the Commonwealth Games. You've done your country. That's how we just have a pool of athletes, right? And they all just do. They the all different, do different things. They would all do the different games. That's Why we never get
2: gold? We just this like consistently get like bronze or silver. He's up. doing what are the events for the Commonwealth Games? Uh, normal ones.
0: Normal ones.
2: Yeah. Not winter based. <laughs> I would imagine so.
0: I just rugby. ladies rugby. rugby.
2: Yep. That'd be fun. That's the main one.
0: First time is going to be included. That's that's good for real. Yeah. Excellent. They got a new a lot of new entries this year. They got ladies rugby. They got League of Legends. It's in there. They do, uh,
1: oh, the day they have
0: esports though, that'll be do, a good time. Ooh, oh, that'll be fun. Will yeah, it? they got um, uh, Russia. Russian roulette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in there. Mild. Um, bald. bald. Bowling. Let's move on from they the Commonwealth Of course, um, bowling for soup, lawn bowling. So, what are we doing today, boys? Apart we from talking about the Commonwealth Games? We are doing Wikipedia articles.
1: We love Wikipedia articles. We love fun and weird ones, and we love bantering about them. Don't we? Yeah, boys. we do. Yeah, we
0: do. Yeah, we do.
2: So, should we dive right in? Please I think do. so. Let's
0: um, kick right off.
1: You want me to kick off? I can do that. Like for in you. the sports, like, like in uh, the women's rugby. Yeah. Put it out. All right, <clears throat> boys. The Three Wolf Moon. E. You like, know. Wait, is this the photo? Yeah. Yeah, cool. The t-shirt yes, slash good. internet meme. Um, so the three wolf moon is a t-shirt featuring three wolves howling at the moon. It's a terrible t-shirt. I'm going to show it to you both now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, do it, yeah. I do love it. It's a real bad t-shirt. I love it so much. Um, not as good as my t-shirt at home, which has 11 hidden
0: wolves. <laughs> and they're all hidden and it's great. <laughs> it's great. Um,
1: the numerous satirical reviews for this on Amazon.com have become, they became an internet phenomenon. Um, and yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's become like this. Quite famous. It's a meme. A Meme. Yeah, and it has a Wikipedia one. article of its own. It does have a Wikipedia article cool. because its cultural impact is oh. huge. Wait for real? It's really? huge. In what yeah, way? I'm going to get down to the all the thing, all the pop culture stuff that is like referenced in. Please yeah, do. and I and it's it goes for days. Mm-hmm. Um, but for now, the origins of the three wolf moon, mm-hmm. the three wolf moon T-shirt created by the Mountain Corporation gained popularity after attracting sarcastic reviews on Amazon.com. I wish that would happen for us. Of course. Uh, attributing great power to it, such as making the wearer irresistible to women, <laughs> striking fear into other males, and having magical healing abilities. These reviews were made uh, mainly by members of the bodybuilding.com uh, miscellaneous section. Oh, really? Okay, cool. They just did an attack on, on the. I'm going to go to bodybuilding.com.
2: Oh, good. That'll only
1: Bodybuilding.com <laughs> is an American online retailer based in Boy- uh, Bouse, Idaho. Specializing in dietary supplements, sports supplements, and bodybuilding supplements. <laughs> okay, clearly they're just having a bad day at the office and they're like, yeah. I'm going to take down some fucking yeah. t shirts. Their, um,
2: theirs weren't selling that well.
1: Brian Govan, a law student at Rutgers University, which, speaking of my girlfriend, is the, uh, the university she went to over in America. So hey. shout out to my bae Taylor, and because she loves that university, she had a really good time there. Great. Um, he was, uh, so he was searching yeah. for a school book on Amazon and was led to the Three Wolf Moon, Wolf Moon t shirt by an Amazon recommendation which had been targeting uh, students purchasing college semester books. He decided to write a review of the shirt on a whim as he did not actually own the shirt. His faux serious review as B.Govern in November 2008 concluded, Pros, fits my girthy frame. Has wolves on it, attracts women. Cons, only three wolves could probably use a few more on the guns. (laughs) Cannot see wolves when sitting with arms crossed. Wolves would have been better if they glowed in the dark.
2: <laughs> oh god! A reasonable request. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Since its original view- review was posted, oh dear, oh no, I've clicked on a photo of the man. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's got long hair and a goatee. All righty. Um, I some reviews have, have uploaded images showing famous people wearing the shirt. Oh, good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is a lot of um. Sarcastic reviews on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, so many, as these things tend to happen, so many people bought it that the company yeah. that made it made it their official shirt. Oh, fantastic. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. I uh, love when people do things like ironically online and then it becomes like an actual thing. Yeah. And like, it was it's beautiful. Cool. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like, it's like um, Mormons. Mm hmm. They love the Book of Mormon.
1: Right, it right. Is so. It takes such piss out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it gives them so much, like, people... It's now in in the common, like, knowledge. Yeah. Um, so much because of this, like, really famous musical. Right, yeah, like, yeah. They just love it. Cause, That's like, so good. Uh, it's very weird. <laughs> um, so, parodies and attrib- attributions. Okay. Mm-hmm. The official Star Wars online store oh, created oh. a moon over my Ewok shirt. Oh, the parodies Three Wolf Moon with Ewoks and the Death Star in place of wolves and moons. <laughs> <laughs> um, Capcom prepared a limited run of a Three Wolf Godson sh- Three Wolf Godson shirt at the 2010 San Diego Comic Con, uh, yes. featuring images of the Wolf God. Oh, Shuriya, Shur. Shiranui, Amaterasu, and Chibaterasu—I oh, like definitely from Akami. Akami, yeah. yeah. So definitely have butchered those names. Yes, but uh, that's a common theme with this podcast. So I feel like so it's fine. of uh, the course. Minecraft have a parody of its uh, own t-shirt uh, of the t-shirt design on their own t-shirt merchandise, replacing the wolves with creepers. Fantastic, solid. Um, they have wolves in Minecraft. I don't know, they? but. <laughs> so, like,
2: I suppose it's more iconic. Oh, fair enough,
0: fair enough. There is a tattoo available um, in oh. The Sims 3. Oh, fantastic. In The Sims
2: 3. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's cool. I like that this has become like a cultural yeah. phenomenon. Oh, dear. Um...
1: <laughs> Joel Watson, author of the webcomic in Ensue, created a three-wheaton moon starring Will <laughs> Wheaton. Oh, good. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, dear. There is a dog tag in the game Battlefield 3 called Six Wolf Moon, which is tamed from a Dr. Pepper promotion. Okay. The dog tag has the design scratched onto it with six wolves instead of three. <gasps>
2: yeah.
1: Crazy. Mm. In Guild Wars 2, uh-huh. an excellent MMO that I used to play quite a bit, if three rangers use the Call of the Wild skill simultaneously, a lunar wolf is summoned. That's really fun. Oh. The animation of each skill depicts a wolf howling at the moon, similar to one shown in the t shirt. That's hilarious. Yep. So good. Uh,. <laughs> have you got you know um, Telltale yes the video games and they made they made the wolf uh, sorry the, um, the, wolf Among oh, the the Walking Dead the Walking Dead, Dead yep. game series but then they made uh, the Wolf Among Us which is arguably the better game mm. but it's uh, based on the uh, comic series fables uh, if you get all the trophies in the game on the Playstation console a platinum image has a vision of the uh, has a version of the image with Bigby Wolf as the wolves fantastic because Bigby Wolf is the main character in the game oh, yeah. and he is a human version of the big bad wolf. Sorry. So yeah, through Wolf Moon. Amazing. Big cultural impact. you got to love it. I'm going to order a shirt tonight. Good. <laughs> official
0: good. Po- shirt of the podcast? Shirt of official the Official shirt of the podcast. Done. Alrighty, You're Will ordering move- all three of them for us, obviously.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Can I borrow, yes. you. He's Can I borrow your card, yes. Riley? Uh No. Sad. All right. George, Who are we going to? I would love
0: to just talk about my one. Good. So I'll do it. Do it. Um, Do it now. Mine is. I mean, it's not obscure, but it is something that I wanted to go into. I just want to gush about who's on first. I love <laughs> oh, who's yeah. on first. Who's on first is uh, for those who don't know. It's a comedy routine made famous by Abbott and Costello, the two greatest boys that ever lived. Amazing, and it is. It's just such a like a sketch comedy. Icon, yeah, you know, yeah. a piece of a piece of it's history like in sketch me, Exactly, say. I um, and so it has this whole Wikipedia article all about it, uh, and all about like. Definitely go watch it. Yes, we'll oh, put a certainly. link to
1: the yeah. YouTube video or something in the in the show notes. Definitely get, go. Watch it. Stop YouTube. listening. Go watch it now. Literally, I love that we've gotten really passionate. About yeah, this like sketch comedy. <laughs>
0: um, should,
2: should we watch it now?
0: Just yeah, <laughs> stop. Three minutes of silence while we watch the video. We stop the podcast. Um, so, for those who don't know, it is, the premise of the sketch is that Abbott is identifying the players on a baseball team for Costello, but their names and nicknames can be interpreted as non-responsive answers to Costello's questions. Mm. Uh, for example, the first baseman is named Who, thus the utterance Who's on first is ambiguous between the question Which person is the first baseman and the answer, The name of the first baseman is Who. Um, Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know, I was on third. <laughs> um, and so this is like, it, it was descended from turn of the century burlesque sketches that use plays on, play on words, um, play on names, stuff like that. And like, I was watching a lot of Abbott and, Abbott and Costello stuff and yeah. a lot of their comedy um, plays on words, but also like really interestingly plays on numbers. I don't know if uh-huh. you guys have seen a lot of these. So like they have this one sketch where I think it's um, Costello... Is paying uh, the landlord for yeah, rent, yeah, yeah. and uh, he's like, "You owe," you know. The landlord's like, "You owe me seven weeks at thirteen dollars each." And he's like, "Here's twenty-eight dollars." And I like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, yeah. "Let me uh, list it out for you." And he shows all these ways of how, like, uh, thirteen divided by seven or like, you know, whatever. Twenty-eight is the correct amount because of division, and then multiplication, and then addition. And it's like it's really funny, but it's just him. It makes he, he's doing math. Obviously, he so obviously
1: doesn't like. 13 by 7 doesn't equal 28. Right, yeah, not, yeah. Like, yeah. Not, the way, but no. it makes sense what he's, he's doing. Yeah, It's exactly. so ridiculous.
0: Um, so they have a bunch that, of things like that. Forward. It's 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 really funny. Um, Abbott and Costello performed "Who's on first numerous times in their career, rarely performing it exactly the same way twice. They did the routine for President, president Franklin Roosevelt oh, several geez. times, yeah. Um, More than once. More than once. He was a big fan. Um, they did it, you know, on film, they did it on stage... On radio, in 1956, a gold record of who's on first was placed in the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And a video uh, now plays continuously on screens at that hall. Um, In the 1970s, um, they published a who's on first board game, which I don't know.
1: The 70s, they just made board games out of anything.
0: (laughs) Nothing better to do. Yeah, right. Um, this Cluedo game, who's going to play this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> good game, though. Good game. Very good yeah. game. Uh, no, they made a Who's On First board game for some reason. Um, in 1999, Time named the routine the best comedy sketch of the 20th, 20th century. Yeah, then which correct. is yeah. fair. I mean, it's probably even the best sketch of all time. Of all time. Full stop. Yeah. Um, an early radio recording was placed in the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry in 2003. Um, and it was it was included in the American Film Institute's list of 100 memorable movie quotations. Uh, do you know, actually, I
1: think um, there was also discussion of, I don't think they ended up doing it, but mm. I believe they were discussing it. Um, you know the golden records that were attached to Voyager? Oh, like The spaceship that, yeah. that, so Voyager is the spaceship that they have pretty much just, uh, it was originally meant to do, Voyager 1 and Voyager 2, they were meant to do flyovers of... Jupiter and Saturn, I think. Mm. But then after that, their mission is to just, just keep going, go
2: as far as I can. Right. So Voyager, yeah.
1: Voyager One is the farthest man-made object from Earth. It's mm. it's
2: in interstellar space. It's, it, it's left gone, our solar it's, system. It's
1: gone past the Milky Way. Yeah, um, not the Milky Way. No, it's no, still the solar the Milky system. Way. Yeah, sorry, not the. Yeah, I, I know there's definitely yeah. music on it. Like I think there is, but I think they were. I think Carl Sagan was discussing putting, putting uh, and Costello on it, but like some people were like, "No, we need to be serious." <laughs> Um, they didn't want to put um, Chuck Berry on it. Or were A bunch of people who were like, "Rock and roll's just a fad."
0: Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
0: it was. It was right. We don't have. Rock we don't and have Roll it anymore. anymore. No, yeah. it doesn't exist. No, it's no. Kind of phased yeah. out. Um, so there were actually, there's a bit of contention over who wrote the mm. sketch. Um, numerous people over the years have claimed credit for writing the sketch but such claims typically lack reasonable corroboration for example in a 1993 obituary of comedy sketch writer Michael, De- Michael J. Musto uh, it stated that shortly after Abbott and Costello teamed up they paid him $15 to write the sketch the script um, furthermore several 1996 obituaries of songwriter Irving Gordon yeah. mentioned that he had written the sketch um, but you know none of these are really corroborated um, it's Apparently came from an older routine called "Who's the Boss," um, which kind of has the same sort of that was like an early burlesque one. Yeah, um, that they sort of adapted, I think. Where are you? Um, Interesting. Yeah, and so and I think you know it kind of has multiple sort of inspirations and like because that was just the way of the comedy at the time. Excuse me, Uh, in the 1930 movie "Cracked Nuts." Uh, they have a map of a mythical kingdom with the dialogues like, uh, what is next to which? And then what is the name of the town next to which? Yes. Mm. And like stuff like that. And so that was all over, you know, movies and British mus- music halls. And so it's it's hard to say who wrote it yeah. exactly. okay. Um, but uh, definitely famously, pre- you know, performed by Adam Abbott and Costello. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, years and like they would use it they would actually like put in contemporary baseball players because at the start they're like you know oh you know baseball players have got so such weird nicknames nowadays and they'd actually like put in like daffy dean who was like an actual baseball player like they'd make it um contextual as they went on uh it's just a really good piece of sketch comedy and i hope to one day write something that's as good as it well fun story yo the, did you ten- write, did the you- 10th, 11th, and
1: 16th of May. Oh, here we go. You can oh. come on down to the Daily Planet in, in Valley. Fortune Valley for the Good Time Boys, our Star Wars story, our, our, our sketch comedy show of Anywhere, uh, the anywhere Theatre Festival. And there's a couple of sketches in there written by James Keogh the that himself, just, uh, that are just great. All I'm going to say is Terrence the Bear. Ooh. The grizzly That's truth. Tease. Terrence Teaser. the Bear. He's a boy. He's a boy. He's a good boy. Okay,
0: Um, come to our shows,
1: please. Okay, (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, this whole this whole bit was just like a big um, promo for our promo
1: for our. Yeah, we've set this up for
0: a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But no, that's about it. Uh, Riley, what you got? What have I got?
2: Let me. uh, His
0: laptop's closed. He's the least prepared.
2: Disqualified. I haven't even even researched anything. (laughs) He doesn't have an article. Okay, so um, I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about a gentleman. Uh, from the United States. Um, And he's had a pretty, uh, he's got a long list of uh, accolades attached to his name. He has um, supposedly received every undergraduate degree offered by Georgia Tech University. Wait, really? He has served in the military. He's gotten married, served on Mad Magazine's board of directors. And at one point in 2001, he led the poll for Time Magazine's Person of the Year.
0: This is the coolest guy in the
1: world. Who is this man? This man he, Did he forge all of this or is this like he actually did all these this
2: things? This man's name is George P. Burdell. George P. Burdell, sorry. Yeah. And he doesn't actually exist at all.
0: What? Oh.
2: <laughs> I love this. George P. Burdell is a fictitious student officially enrolled at Georgia Tech in 1927 as a practical joke. Um, and since then, he's, been, he's gone on and been enrolled in all these courses. He was like enlisted quote-unquote, mm. um, in the military. And a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, as a prank, someone did this yeah. to just dick around with Georgia Tech. And it's <laughs> led to this enormous... So he was first enrolled at Georgia Tech in 1927. Yeah. And okay. he was leading the poll for Time Magazine's Person of the Year in 2001. Look, <laughs> this is awesome. 74 years later... Yeah. This, this joke is still going.
0: So who's behind this? How did it happen?
2: Um, so George P. Bedell was created by William Ed Smith, um, who was studying uh, a, He was studying a BS in ceramic engineering. Like that sounds like a bullshit in ceramic yeah. engineering because that doesn't sound Bachelor like a Bachelor of Science. Thing. Bachelor yep. of Science. Um, yeah, in 1927, Smith conceived the idea for Bedell when he mistakenly received two Georgia Tech enrollment forms. Um, so they sent him out two forms and was like, well, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put me on one. I know what will be funny. I'll put someone else on another one.
0: Bold. He, took, he saw his opportunity and but he ran with first,
2: it. First
1: yeah. thing to do at university yeah. oh, is to fuck with the system. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a
2: 1977 Atlanta newspaper interview, so 50 years after he started yeah, this, Jesus. Smith sure. said that he originally intended to enroll his um, Academy of Richmond County Principal George P. Butler cool. but instead changed the name to Burdell. Um, which was the maiden name of his best friend's mother. So it's a weird, weird um, amalgamation of names. Connecting
0: the dots. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, So after he enrolled him, Smith signed uh, Bedell up for all the same classes that he had and with the help of his friends, um, Smith would do all schoolwork twice, changing it slightly to avoid professors catching his sham. So not only did he just like enroll a fake dude, he he actually did his work. (laughs) (laughs) He did his work. (laughs) Oh... Glorious! Oh, that's like, amazing. I struggled obvi- getting one version of an assignment Obviously, done. they <laughs> didn't have turned it in back then, so, they <laughs> could, so otherwise, it would have picked up on a few of this stuff. But like, Jesus, he put in some pretty solid effort into yeah. this. Um, so yeah, and like, it's been um, it's it's been continued on. It's like a tradition at Georgia Tech. They talk about it. Like, amazing. Um, when like, um, where's this bit? Um, uh, the WERK- um, the Georgia Tech student radio station lists him as a staff member and he's credited for playing baritone on the 95 album Jesus Christ Superstar <laughs> um, uh, where is he yeah it's a campus icon at Georgia Tech an incoming freshman I introduced to him um, as one of the greatest alumni to graduate from the school <laughs> amazing um, he's often paged over the public address system at football games <laughs> um, and uh, there's a store in Georgia Tech's uh, student center called Bedell's Good, um, good. Apparently, during a speech made by U.S. President Barack Obama held at Georgia Tech um, on March 10, 2015, the president jokingly indicated that he was supposed to be introduced to George P. Burdell, but no one could find him.
1: Huh, that's yeah. funny. He was
2: sick that day or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so not only did he like, not only was it at uni that he was enrolled, they all someone, someone enlisted him into the into. Um, the
1: Second World War? Yeah.
2: He, <laughs> he served in World War II. He's credited as serving That's in World so War II. Good. Oh, my God. Um, uh, so during World War II, service members continued the hoax with Bodell's name appearing on various fronts. For example, <laughs> he was listed on the flight crew of a B-17 bomber, which flew 12 missions over Europe with the 8th Air Force in England until a Georgia Tech graduate became the new operations officer, uh, recognised the name on the flight log, and then ended it. Oh, oh no. So party pooper. Yeah, oh, no. So pooper. one of the people who was introduced to this dude... At Georgia Tech, like, was like, this is a big thing. We love this thing. Yeah. Someone has then found that and shut it down Why'd And it been like, s- nah.
1: Way to take some joy yeah, out of World of War yeah. Yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: That was the only thing they had to <laughs> yeah, smile Jesus. about. You heartless prick. <laughs> Official Ugh. position of the podcast,
1: but we hate that, that guy. Bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
2: so after the war, um, 1958, members of the senior class of Agnes Scott College announced <laughs> the wedding engagement of Burdell <laughs> and Agnes Scott. Um, huh. No, sorry, and fictitious um, Agnes fictitious Agnes Scott. Student Ramona Cartwright. Um, Oh, good. So they announced the marriage of two completely pretend people. Um, Their 50 year wedding anniversary was (laughs) acknowledged um, in the paper in uh, September 23, 2006. Okay. So that was nice. So, sorry to interrupt. Just with. Please. He's got every single degree available by Georgia Tech. I believe so. Let me. And is that because he has supposedly received all undergraduate degrees offered by Georgia Tech?
1: Is that because Georgia Tech were just like, "What a meme! We'll, we'll give him the degrees." Or has someone continued what this original bloke was doing and mm. done like their degree twice for every degree?
2: I don't know which one I prefer.
1: I I, I, w- I, would, I hope I, it's I,
2: I mean, I dropped out of uni after one year. Like, so just, like <laughs> I, I can't even. You said they
1: hand it off to like.
2: You oh, said they, it, they would hand it they off to people. Mu- they'd have to pass it down. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It couldn't be, like, surely surely, whoever ran Georgia Tech University in 1927 is not still running Georgia Tech University. No. Um, so you'd, you'd imagine it would be passed down.
0: It's I, more of a, yeah, a legend now than a, I would imagine that, like, they probably just gave I mean, it. I think it's a bit of mean. both.
2: Like, for a while, they were probably like, oh, yeah, we'll keep this guy's wow. grades up. But wow. then, Georgia, then eventually Georgia Tech were like, yeah, you know what? This, just have a little. This is a yeah. bit funny. Like, let's we'll just take them. let's just do just take this. them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they can do that. <laughs> what just really gets me? What really gets me is the um, Time Magazine's Person of the Year award. Like, right. I, yeah. I don't know how that comes about. How did that about. happen? The, the article doesn't actually explain it, so oh. I'm I'm left wanting more. <laughs> Another um, mystery for yeah. Broken Links. Broken yeah. Links, episode two. Um, <laughs> episode two. James' new podcast, Breaking Links. <laughs> yeah, Broken Links, rather. Um, so that's so funny. To, I love that. To this day, um, I don't know when this was added in but apparently to this day um George P. Burdell is listed as a letterman in the official media guides of two of the uh Georgia Tech sports nice. um uh in 1969 Georgia Tech computerized its class registration believing it had successfully found a way to keep students from registering registering <laughs> Burdell so like Georgia Tech fought back <laughs> like tried to fight yeah. back no more um, uh, yep as it turns out uh someone registered him for every class at the school in the quarter, um, totaling wow. over 3,000 credit hours. Wow. Um, so
0: that's how he got all the degrees, right?
2: Yeah. Fantastic. Must be. He was, um, the digital age brought uh, about a surplus of Bertels. I love it. Thank you, computers. <laughs> um, and he was re-enrolled again um, in 1975, 1980, and, so and a few good. other times as well. That's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Um,
1: Man, all right. Well, I think
2: that's all I've got. Well, oh, yeah, we probably now. do need to
1: wrap up. George but... Oh boy, that's, that's real funny. Yeah. That's real funny. Um, well, we do need to pick a winner, of course, for this week, yes. uh, because NBA Breakdown at the end of the year, we're choosing the best article of Wikipedia, um, and every single best article that we've chosen will go head-to-head. To-head. Uh, so what are we choosing for this week, James?
0: Um, Bedell. I'm going to give it to Bedell. Right? Uh, I'm
2: i not going to vote for myself, um,
0: What was your thing again? Who's on first? I like Albert and Costello. just talked about who's on first, which I was so on board for, but we can't vote for it. Riley's just like, what's the non-Curtis one? Oh, yeah, cool. God, you're a fuck. Mine was good. Three Wolf Moon was fun. Yours was
2: funny. Thank you. I mean, memes are memes. Thank you. Well, I'm voting for George as well. Yeah, give me Bedell. Yes, This is another thing he's won. Another accolade for George Bedell. Uh, Let me add it to this article. Yeah. (laughs) That's delightful.
0: Right, well, that makes episode twelve. George P. Burdell in the bag, in the bag. All right. Well, that uh, also concludes our podcast for this week. Um, we are unfeatured articles, and unfeatured you just listened. articles. <laughs> and it, a song. One, two, three. Uh. Nope. I'm going to leave you <laughs> hanging on. Go, son. I've tried it three times. Go, go, dude. Um, we strong and wrong. Are, you can find us on uh, social media. Uh, we are at Unfeatured Pod on Twitter. Unfeatured articles on Facebook. You can just search us up. Uh, and also and- unfeatured articles on Instagram. Uh, as well as that, we have our theme song, which is Pugatory Friends by Kevin MacLeod. Thank you very much to That's Not Canon Productions. Oh, thank you so much. Lovingly host us. Um, I actually want to do a quick shout out because my brother has a podcast as well. Oh, I do, really? Watched it on the show. Yeah, so he has a, a podcast about the Cowboys, uh, the, uh, the, the football team. The football team, yeah. Cool. Really? So every week, uh, during the season, I suppose, they kind of go in and, and talk about it's him and his mate. Um, both of them live in Europe, but they talk. They just love the Cowboys so much, and they talk about it and uh, have some right. interesting tidbits. A lot of it goes over my head, I'll You're admit, but yeah. uh, they got some good chemistry. You can check them out. They are Cowboys Chat, uh, and they they talk about the Cowboys and uh, go game by game. Awesome. All right, bit of a contentious thing. Yo, uh, Cowboys or Broncos? Go Cowboys.
2: Riley, I'm from Victoria. I couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say the Cowboys.
1: Yeah. We're
2: officially on the podcast, I'm from New Sports. South
1: Wales, but like my dad likes cowboy sauce so I'll say cowboys there we go. as well. Yeah. All, right. all right, cowboys
2: for Stewie Lang, then
1: yeah, cowboys for Stewie Lang. <laughs> um, right, well, you can catch uh, all of the episodes that we have done so far and any of the ones that are coming out after this, um, on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, or any other podcatcher of your choice. Um yeah, our theme song
0: is Purgatorian Friends. As mentioned. Um, have we mentioned that already? I Sorry. We've done that bit. We've done that bit. We're, that we're, bit. we're getting too that's good alright. at this, you know? We're just like slamming through all the mentions. Um, but that's about it from us. And I, uh, uh, Riley has. I guess
2: has, all that's left to say is. is browse responsibly.
0: Yes, war,
1: famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important... Important lessons. Or just listen to some musical theater nerds wax lyrical. Subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at that's not canon A That's Not
2: cannon Productions podcast.